Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. This week on Up to 90, we talk Eurovision! Welcome to the Gaffems. We're coming to you live from Rathmaline in County Mead, country living. It's lovely. How does it feel? Do you like it? I love it. I love the staircase. I love the drama. Do you, do you think it's quite dramatic, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, I love it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, it's all open plan and loads of windows. I Very mean, you stylish. see, you see now. I just wanted you to see up close and personal why the WhatsApp audios have really just <laughs> plummeted. You know, we're <laughs> know. literally. I mean, we I just know. don't have the conversations we used to because it is just a studio space. I know. You so need there's to no nip, privacy. I think you need to just like nip out into your car and do. Well, a few I do audios. do that sometimes, um, but yeah. it's very hard to talk about Fred when he's standing beside mm. you. <laughs> you know, so it <laughs> is kind of a one room, one room um, situation. But yeah, no, welcome, welcome to the house. So lovely to have you. Yeah, um, we're here. We're we're very happy because look what we have in our hand. Hang on. <laughs> Hang on. Hang on. Oh, yeah. Ah, How nice. good does that sound? What are you having? I'm having, this is my, this is my current favourite. It is the Summer Fruits one, Copperberg Light. Mm-hmm. Really nice. Only 83 cows. Is it yummy? Mm. It's so refreshing. <laughs> Really nice. Like Do you Yum. know what? I'm just laughing because I just have a sip. Of, I the set. I just took a gorgeous little sip there, and I just thought of all those copies I have to correct, and it's just not happening, <laughs> is it? It's just not happening. Sorry. Will we announce our guest? Yes, let's announce our guest. Um. You got. You want to announce? Am the I guest? doing it? Okay. Because yes, you this week on up person. to ninety, we have my housemate. <laughs> <laughs> Stroke tenant, the wonderful, the fabulous, the vivacious, the sister that I never had. It's Fred Kook. So, oh, thanks for having me back. Delicious. Yes. Up to 90, up to 90, up to 90 with Emma and Julie. Listen, it's always been a dream of yours to be on a podcast. So you have been on a couple of other podcasts, haven't you? Oh, I've done this one before. Yes. Uh, Did you? Oh, the live podcast. Of course. Thank God. Remember in your old house? Remember we did a bit of a singing. What was that? That was Alana for Alana's Morissette. No, but before that we sang... We d- we sang You're Saved right. by the Bell. Yes, and Fred just happened to be there yeah. with the guitar. Ah, uh, yeah, that was Yeah, good. yeah, yeah. And then I got very jealous at your musical connection. Because <laughs> oh, I tried to get in on the chorus, and both of you, you were just having none of no. it. Sure, what were we singing earlier? We were singing earlier on. What did you say, Fred? Maybe Emma could sing. Something like that, was it? few minutes ago no you're looking panicked now i'm only messing i probably it's just a fantasy i'm sure come here um thank you so much i it would be nice to thank you officially on the podcast for being filler fred at the live podcast show you were absolutely brilliant wasn't he oh yeah big time it's there in our episodes guys if you want to go back and listen it's to one it, of so the most popular episodes it is one yeah. of the most popular there were a lot of information gaps and mm. thankfully, filled by the wonderful Fred, we had some great old songs out that That, that was good that fun evening. though, wasn't it? There's a lot of crack, yeah. a lot of crack. 
Can I tell you what I'm drinking? Uh, do you know what? I just noticed there, I'm like, I'm really hoping that's the alcohol free because you're driving. Yeah, no, but it's lovely. It's strawberry and lime, Copperberg. Mm. It's absolutely gorgeous. Honestly. Well, apparently it tastes, It's no, I haven't tried the alcohol free one, but apparently it tastes just like the alcohol, alcohol mm. version. Well, I have had non-alcoholic beers and the like, um, and this is good. You can't tell, because mm. usually there is a kind of a slight... Yeah. And it's know. nice, because you know when you see people coming with the pineapple juice, you're like, we get it, you're not drinking. Mm-mm. I like the way you'd really have to be studying the label there to know that well, you're every on so the dry. Often I like to rock up with alcohol-free, just to freak just people to mix out. It up. Is she going for number four? Yeah, What's yeah, going? yeah, you know just I mean? to mix it up. Yeah, yeah. Keep well, I guessing. do have to laugh, because I just know from... Um, well, I think actually weirdly specifically dingle buddies that mm. whenever they're trying to disguise the pregnancy it's always like I'll get a pineapple juice I mean who the fuck drinks a pineapple juice when you're out and about I, it's just it's the texture even of pineapple juice pineapple juice is something that I would have drank like the odd time when we went away as a family and you go downstairs for breakfast and you felt fancy you know the little glasses it was like yeah, a pinball yeah, of yeah. juice and you're with like, that wow. continental breakfast yeah yeah you thought like juice was fancy do you know who's the king <laughs> of the continental breakfast do you remember Fred when we went to Sligo and we had the continental breakfast and he was the he was king at that breakfast Martin oh. Ongano he it was, was he not doing? I tell you what, it was not his first time at the rodeo because he knew exactly what he was doing. So obviously the whole thing of a continental breakfast is that like there's no cooking involved, just nice and easy. Um, What did he have again? Of course, he's a veggie, but he got his boiled eggs. He got his toast, melted some baby bell cheese, put it with the egg. And it was just a nice little sambo, but a relish. So he had a triple decker. So he had cheese and egg. Yeah, but it looked really okay. good. The rest of us were kind of struggling to put something together, weren't we? But he just had it down. Good old Martin. We do love a bit of Martin, don't we? Yeah. What else do you have? Where? What were we? Oh, I was gigging. That was it. That was the first time you were kind of being a bit of a Bobby Brown. Just stop. You're the one riding high. I did support Frank the last week in Wexford. Yeah, it was a good fun. Uh, Wexford <coughs> was great, but I, it was a great gig up until the point where I said, so I'm going out with Fred, and that's when I lost the room. They hated you. Well, I think the female fans hated were they hated absolutely, you. like even my joke about the rhythm method, you know, he got so good at the dancing, we're just using the rhythm method yeah. now. Absolutely, like literally, they just were tut tutting down the back. They were like, "Who's your one?" They were so no, they were mostly. It was mostly females, was it? Why did they turn on me? And you know what? It was funny because just as I said, so I'm going out with Fred now. Fred then, because Martin, who was also there, this is turning into a bit of a Martin podcast. Oh, yeah. But Martin was also there, but he had a giggle because you just walked in in your glitter your sequence and everyone was just like ah isn't he great and then I was like so I'm going out with Fred and then Martin was like it was just the perfect storm like everyone was like you know Fred waving down the back I'll be with you in a few minutes guys and even when I joked at the break I was like oh you know like I'll I'll have to shift Fred now at the break so it might be a 15 minute one he makes me do it every time and they were like you fucking whore like they were just allergic to me Okay, so I'm single now. Um, no, I uh, know they were lovely. They were really nice. Funny, I joke. It's a kind of a shout out to Roisin up it? the front. Roisin up the front was lovely. She oh, was yeah. one of my nineties babies, and there was another girl. What was the name of the other girl? She was with you, don't know. Um, and then I went on. I supported Neil Denimer for a few minutes as well. So yeah, I didn't stay for the show, but I heard it was unbelievable. I just thought he was, remember, I kept You were saying a three arena, yeah. I couldn't shut up about it. I was like, he was just amazing. He was just amazing. I think it's just so crafted his stuff or something. But I hadn't seen him in a long time. So it was just when I, you know the way every so often there's somebody that you haven't seen in ages and you're kind of like reminded, you're like, oh yeah. I think with Neil, it's just the thing of like, there's no spoofing. No, it's no. really well crafted. Like it kind of makes me want, it makes me want to sit down and actually like write out my jokes again and just see where I can improve them and I don't know just it just makes me want to be better 
I know, but we've cracked but up sure the copper we've berg the now. But the can's so. open now, so it's done. Just forget about uh, it. This is so drinkable, isn't it? The Copperberg summer fruits. Have you had this one, Freddie? Which one did you have there? What is going on? Are you pregnant? What's happening? Non-alcoholic. Who are you trying to kid? Um, okay, so this week, will we go into what we're doing? Yes. Okay, I'm this is a really exciting one. Okay. Eurovision! Yay! Because Ireland owned the Eurovision in the 90s. Did we watch? And come here, when is it starting? You reminded me now. It's Saturday. Saturday. So the semi-finals okay, are cool. during the week. And of right. course we have that, we have that song. I quite, what, how are we feeling guys about the, the entry? Oh, you give me a bar yeah, of that? I love it. Song. I, love it. It I think it's great. Give me a bar of it. And the, well, you're better, I'm very, oh, you know, 22, I can't. Oh, 22, that's it. It's it? like, um, uh, yeah, it's that kind of thing. What What's the tune again? I do like it. <laughs> I don't see what's happening here. I don't know what the verse is or whatever. Um, feeling twenty two, and she does at one stage. She does put, and I love her look. Oh yes, she gives you the visual. I sent that to Fred the other day. (laughs) If you weren't clear, you also get the visual. You're like, is she saying twenty? No, twenty two. In fairness, though, she I saw her on the late night, and she does only do the holding up the fingers. But what is the plot? What is twenty two? Is it the number of the house? Look, what's going on? We can't do a podcast about the Eurovision if you're going to get bogged down and what the songs you actually mean. You know I get bogged down in the details. <laughs> no. So, yeah, Eurovision, would you have been a fan, Emma? Was it a big deal in your house? Um, It was. Well, sure. Now, we did talk about it briefly on the live, but my mum and dad went to the Eurovision the year that Riverdance. Do you remember what we were saying? How did that happen now? My dad worked in RT at the time. Sick of this nepotism. I know. Do you know, I, know. I am just so. so the, sick and do you know this what? Nepotism. My mom still has the dress that she wore to it, and I'm actually going to wear it for something. It's like a little black cocktail dress. And when I was a kid, I was like, Did oh my she God. do Monica Lewinsky on it? Has she kept the oh, dress? Judy, has she, is my dad's comb on my mom's dress? Well, no, look, Judy. I was trying no. to be thick, Richard, <laughs> but if you want to get all literal, no, I think they did. They said like when they were going to the Eurovision, so they went to loads of them during the 90s they said that um that they, you get pretty bored of the songs and stuff there was mm. like but the the exciting part was the, the voting scoring, the voting yeah, and all yeah, that and, course. Yep, and whatever so i didn't know you spoke french yeah thank you yeah honors and um didn't do french but we had the video at home of the remember we were saying about the free video for rwanda we had that at home. So we used to watch all the time of Riverdance and then we'd pause it to see my parents in the audience. Oh, God. It's a bit of fame. bit of fame. It was, must have been tough just having the one telly. Just, we did have only one telly. You did. We had no videos. Because we referenced it a lot. Yeah. We um, one well, okay, let's talk Eurovision in the 90s. Okay. Yeah. Me, so 1990. So communism had fallen, Frank. Can you believe it? The end of the Cold War. So God, obviously we like had a lot of Eastern. Earlier. I know it's, it's mad. Crazy, so a lot of the Eastern Bloc countries kind of came in then. So like with the Eurovision, okay. like historically speaking, bit of background. So yeah. it was based, it started in 1956 and it was based on Italy's Sanera Music Festival, which just uh, now this is not a, a story in any way, shape or form. There's no narrative arc, but it does, does remind me of last night. I was out in an Italian restaurant with my good friend, oh, Scallywag, nice. Sally. Um, and my oh, good friend Maria Scal- Brown. When you said Scallywag, you were talking about And Fred. no, my little Scallywag. And Maria Brown. And we were in, and we were, it was a gorgeous restaurant in Temple Bar, but we were like nearly an hour late was being it st- seated. How, what are we talking money wise? Was it steep? Really reasonable. But Italians usually okay. Very, yeah, it was really reasonable. So all the mains were like 15.50, which is like reasonable yeah. for yeah, temple bars yeah, yeah, yeah. really nice food it was like il vicotero or something like that so we were late being seated so what do they do what is the way to every irish girl's heart we're crowded into the little tiny little doorway mm. and they come with can, what can only be described as d cup glasses oh, d cup glasses and they were just 
supplying us with the free wine. It was fantastic. Do you know what I'm getting flashbacks of now? Do you remember when, did you do this when you were younger? You'd go into town to restaurants. No, this so was you your life. In, in where, TJ Fridays. Yeah, but then I remember there was an Italian restaurant and I got one of the fellas' phone numbers and I thought like I was like, this like this guy. Like, like I can live in Italy. No, I was like, uh, he, I thought he was like, like a ride and everything. But sure, I didn't realise, sure, that's what he was doing the whole time. Like just giving out his number. Do you know what I mean? So this is a bit of a trigger for you. Yeah, isn't it? yeah. But it was well, funny because you know when basically we got absolutely hammered, like mm. complete carnage. Maria lost the keys to her house. Um, I sent some mental texts to Fred, didn't I, Fred? At like quarter to four. <laughs> Fred can't speak now because he's been gagged, but he definitely no, he did get a few crazy texts. But the funniest part of the whole night was at the end we got the bill, so yeah. it was very reasonable. But then um, Sally had asked for a red wine, so she okay. had three glasses of this red wine, and then it said fifteen each for the red wine. So then I made the joke. I was like, "Oh, oh, wait a minute! I didn't know we had three bottles of red wine." He laughed. He then translated to the manager. I think he said, I think he translated the joke. He was L probably ones. like this just, fucking sick no, bitch yeah, in the corner. He, he said to the manager, he said, these L ones are hammered. Yeah. That's what he said. And then, the they, and then the manager <laughs> laughed. Translate the the manager said it to the chef. And like, I would say at this point, God knows what they were saying about us. And I gave uh, number 22. I gave the visual three. I didn't know we had You know when you keep repeating yourself yeah. when you're drunk. So I kept shouting over like, I didn't know we had three bottles bottles of red wines they were just like they've had enough but then they came along this is so cool mm. they came along they had a half bottle of white wine they were like look sure you may as well finish this off as well it's gone they, off. i mean this is like <laughs> this we've been using this as a vinaigrette so why don't it's you just you... this is our balsam yeah. balsamic uh, vinegar dressing so she may as well have a bit of this before you hit the club and then we had this some what that? enzo uses to clean is the windows is it limoncello is that the, is that the, oh, the yeah. shot so yeah. we had a few with those and I mean oh blue God, is in the world word in Wheelands asking could we get some grapefruit in our gin and tonic like we completely lost the plot it was carnage Marie Jeez. lost the keys to her home we had to go back to her parents house at 5am it was like the good old days it was fantastic how are you, are you alright today though ah yeah grand nothing nothing that a bit of Copperberg light will fix <laughs> um, so anyway it was based on Italy's. so in other words we love Italian food we love yeah. Italian shots and we love free Italian wine and I'd really recommend it as a place to pop into now the reason they brought it in, so obviously it was based on this music festival. They kind of wanted to test the limits of live TV broadcast technology at the time. Okay. When they first brought it in, they had you had to do it in your national language. Yeah. So the only three, because you'd forget about Malta. Malta, obviously, with its colonial history, Malta, the UK and Ireland were the only three to begin uh, original the only three countries that could uh sing in English originally. Oh yeah. And then in 1973 they kind of relaxed the language rules. Oh. And then the following year uh, so they just relaxed the language rules and then the following year Fred do you want to take a guess um we had a Swedish winner the following year. ABBA. Waterloo. Ah, so they just relaxed the language rules. They had a bit of ABBA and Waterloo. Uh, now, but then they were like, this song's a bit too successful. bit too successful. So then they reversed the language rules and they were like, no, actually, you have to oh, now sing it again in your national language. And then weirdly, so then it was 1999, they relax them again and said no you can sing in whatever language you want so that's when which I think it kind of lost a bit of the charm then that's when yeah. everyone basically started singing in English um, which just here, makes me sad what year was book fizz? so many things make me sad but that's was one that of them was that 79 was it you gotta um, speed it up then you gotta slow it down, down. I just want to sing all the songs okay, uh, 1998 the voting came in Oh, uh, right. 1990 then so what happened to 1990 was the Cold War ended yeah. loads of Eastern Bloc countries came in we had Slovenia we had Croatia and we had Bosnia Bosnia Herzegovina uh, came in oh sorry that was the mid 90s 93 Bosnia Herzegovina Croatia Slovenia made their debuts so like what's interesting about the European was they always wanted because obviously at the moment there's a huge controversy about it being held in Israel mm -hmm. so within Ireland just for 
um, uh, any of our listeners uh, abroad who might not be au fait with that current controversy. So in Ireland, there was this big push to boycott uh, the the show because it's being held in Israel. Yeah. Um, in response to like you know what's going on in Gaza at the moment, blah blah blah. But like a lot of people who'd be very pro Eurovision mm-hmm. would be very strong in that the Eurovision historically, no matter what was going on, it always was very very strong on the apolitical front. It did not want it just wanted to be completely neutral. Yeah. So, uh, well, what do you think? I get what you're saying, but what do you think that boycotting would do? Well, Fraser, you made did were you making this point about that you when you were kind of saying that this, it should were do were you giving an opinion on it? You thought we should boycott it. Yeah, yeah. It's just to, but then, but then, like you know, when I heard of the argument, I was like, well, maybe we should because the whole idea of your vision. I know is to unite and everything. Yeah, it's a tough one, isn't it? Because. What do you think, Ems? So Fred says at we should boycott. Star- yeah, no, but at the start I was like boycott. But then when I kind of heard different people talking about it, I was like, oh, maybe we, sh- you know, maybe we shouldn't because, you know, music is well. People did make the point that when it was being held in Russia yeah. and Uzbekistan, that nobody was out protesting. But I think it's just in Ireland there has always been a particular affinity, maybe with the Palestinian plight and the suffering of Palestinians that that's why maybe people feel and obviously there has been kind of uh, you know there has been more intense things going on in Gaza at the moment I think there's definitely an argument on both sides I thought what is the name of the guy from uh, Mrs. Brown's boys he was very good on the late late yeah he was very good in terms of how he is but he was very Stop good Julie. in talking about like, oh, you know, this is just Stop a bit of crack. Julie. Like, you know, it's Stop just a bit of music. <laughs> but I do think we should oh, boycott. Mommy. Thanks for asking. So I do think, I do think we should boycott at the moment. But I, you know, I mean, obviously at this stage, that's not going to happen. Sorry, and you do want to support pro Sarah McInerney is great. Yeah, She's got yeah. a great look, great voice. And we do love the song. But I just, no, I would, I do think we should be. How, what number? <laughs> Uh, so I do think we should boycott it. But it is, I suppose, you know, that was the point being made that night on the late late that it's always been apolitical. So you can see why there's a very strong argument against boycotting yeah. as well. So uh, let's go through the hits. 1990s. Uh, 1990, communism had fallen. It was mm. a period of... Oh, burpees. <laughs> That's not the Copperberg light. Oh, oh, that's, I'm going to say. That's the sound of the walls coming down. Oh, gosh. It's all, it's all, it's all gone to shit. <laughs> um, that reminds me. Oh, oh, oh no, look, I won't share that. that. Uh, 1990, Italy's Adolto Governor. Uh, had a song about a united Europe, and I like Not you look like you're lightly. actually you're actually get look like you're getting sick in your mouth over there, Emma. At the thought of a united Europe, we, she's just one step away from giving the number twenty two to this one. Fuck off with your fucking you know you to fucking Europe. What is that? What she's saying? Is she telling you to fuck so off? No, she, so he had a song about United Europe, which even I watched it back and it didn't ring any bells. Okay, nineteen ninety one. Then Sweden moved. Uh, Sweden won, and it was in Rome, and uh, it was supposed to be actually in the town of Sanremo. Uh, where this music festival had been on historically, but it had to be moved because of instability in the Baltic region. Uh, so Sweden won that year again. With? Couldn't give a shit about the song. Nineteen ninety-two. This is where it gets interesting. Okay. Okay. Are you ready, Fred? What's this? What happened in nineteen ninety-two? Nineteen. Oh, Freddie. Oh, let's have a go. Why me? I look at you and I can't believe why me, why me? I can't know and I can't Ever wondering why love shines in your eyes. Why me? I like the bitch, you know, the bit where she gets really intense. I know it's true. What's that? I can't find the lyrics here. I love that bit where she gets really intense. I loved her dress. 
her green she, dress she, and yeah, the hair. She looked, she looked great. She looked really she good. She did. What was, who did she call a scrubby little man or something? When oh, was that? Oh, she's constantly asked scrub. that. Guy from Aslan. Yeah, oh, on the late, late. Why did she call, why were, what were they arguing about? Because there was drinks backstage, I think, basically, is what happened there. Of course, she's mad for the dogs and the cats. She's big into the animal rescue. I like that bit. Sometimes I lie awake and watch you sleeping. I listen to the beating of your heart. And sometimes when you're lying there, (laughs) you take my breath away. I thought you might come in with the piano at some stage, Fred. And I want to say, sometimes I lie awake. Keep on wondering why my love shines in your eyes. So Linda no. Martin, so Linda Martin won in '92. But did Johnny Logan not win before? Johnny her? Logan, but we're talking '90s. Okay. What did he win? What did he win in the '80s? He what he uh, he won twice. He wrote, but you see the thing is, he wrote. Sure, he wrote that song you see for Linda Martin. That's yeah, that's what I'm asking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he, uh, so he's the only performer actually to have won it twice. He won it in 1980 oh, and '87, and the two songs. What's another you? And of course, the one that really gave me the feelings. Yeah, what's that one? Hold me now. No. Don't cry. Don't say what. Just hold me now. What was the one that you were playing there, Fred? What's another year? Oh, was that the start of it? What's your favourite Johnny Logan song? Out of the three, so if we include Why Me, because he did, yeah. he did write it. Hold me now, and what's another year? What's another year? Yeah, I'd say hold me now. Oh, what's another year? Okay, will we will we do? I'll just find the lyrics there, Fred. And would we do? Would we do a bit of a rendition? I can't your phone's locked here I can't get the lyrics oh, sorry. I've been waiting for the phone such a long time reaching out for you but you're not near <laughs> what's another year what's another year to someone who's lost everything <laughs> that he owns Someone who's getting getting used to being alone. I've been praying such a long time. It's the only way to hide the fear. What's another year? What's another year? Oh, you're just just a lovely voice. She's my little songbird. I love that song. 1992, Linda, so sweet. bit mad in the head, bit of a bit of a ma- bit of a mad yoke, Linda Martin, to say the least. She won in 92. I think, though, in fairness to her, she's just been, she's probably been singing in pubs and clubs and all that from the age of like 14 or something. So she's doing it so long. She's, she, I think she's just at the point now, she just say whatever. Yeah, fucks giving She's seen it all, she's had all but the highs and lows of the career. I'm sure poor old Johnny is very much hashtag no filter as well, isn't he? Yeah, I just think he does. He say much. I thought he didn't say much, and he just kind of. Yeah, and yeah, not a fan. And he was giving it. Well, you see, it was because he was saying, like, as in, he came from a time where the Eurovision was really important, and he was like, and then we sent to Turkey and just made a mockery the whole thing. But you see, the Eurovision is not what it was. I mean, the number of competing countries has now doubled. The crack is gone. Two semi-finals before they even get to the final. Like, it's just not as much crack. But sure, he was able to make a career on it. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So totally different. So 1993. Yeah, what did we have? Do you want to take a guess? Uh, Neve fucking Kavanaugh, Fred. Well done. I and of course, it. it was going on in Mill Street. And do you remember at the time? Oh, yeah. 
Ese Great singer, wasn't she? In your, I, yeah, I did like that one. What was that song called again? In your eyes. In your eyes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Who would have thought? It was the Who line that she kept singing over thought. and over again. And of course, the video then when she had the old um, cape and stuff. Which did she have a video for that? I don't she remember. She had at the all. video and she had the blue cape. Oh. Uh, this was all very Celtic, and she had the red hair going on. Lovely Neve. Um, yes, that was a great. Uh, there was. I was sitting here now that there was a Peter Gabriel song. Who was Peter Gabriel? In your eyes. What's that? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, God, like, you know that one? It's just so Love. I get it's so lost. Sometimes, not to do your vision, but the same title. Um, yeah, why does the chorus one. go with that song? I don't know it. In your eye. Oh yeah, and the grand facade. So Sue will And it was funny because at the time when Neve Kavanagh. Uh, when she when she won it uh, at the time, she's working in AIB. Do you remember? I remember that was a big and thing. Yeah, she's working in the bank. People were like, "How could she be working in a bank with this fantastic voice?" <laughs> no, that was the big thing. I, I think people so were like, just like, I loads can't people do people who work in the bank and have a talent. This yeah, is yeah. crazy. No, blue people's so minds. So she, yeah, so she, but they put it, put an ad in the paper saying, oh, if you win, take the Monday off work. But of course, she never went back, which is always the dream, isn't it? Oh, yeah. Um, and then 1994, we did it again. What did we do this on it, time? He knows straight away. Oh. Uh. I remember 62. Is that not the start? Rock and roll was all we did. Listen to the songs on the radio. I was yours and you were mine. But that was was once upon a time. Now we never seem to rock and roll. Anymore. That was some song, wasn't it? I remember sixty-two. No, on the avenue. We just never seen a rock and roll Everyone fucking loved that song, that didn't they? That was a they? deadly tune. That was really, really No, but I think yeah. people even loved it more than, like, was legit. Like, people went mad for that song. But I like, it was a good it was, song. You know what? It was a bit of a... But there was an element of... There was a bit of a Bruce Springsteen vibe. Like, it told mm. a narrative. And I think people really... The nostalgia factor mm. was a big one there. Mm. You know, that really appealed mm. to people. Mm. You we are just... Jesus, we get the mop know. out. She's mad for the nostalgia <laughs> over there. She's like... Well, starting to grunt. We have a podcast up to 90, so we are. Even though it won that year, no one was talking about it really because it was the same night as... So the whole country was on about it. Of course, that was the night your parents were there. That's the night that they were there, yeah. So... Town of Mill Street. Well, that, of course, that was the talking point. But I was. remember, I do remember, like, people I know, like, obviously now... Like, do you remember... Okay. Thank you. Um, September. But I, but I was gonna say, it was. I, I just, I do remember that. I remember that. And it was like. Do you remember the emotional response? Because Irish dancing had always been kind of like we were almost nearly a bit embarrassed. Yeah, yeah. And then just seeing it in that format on the grand stage. Like obviously got the huge standing ovation. It's well, if you do watch one thing back, listener, well worth watching that back. Of course. Oh yeah, that's uh, what my mom and dad said. They said the shivers. You, Sh- you could feel it, and like the crowd yeah. at the end, they it was natural that 
they, everyone just exploded. It wasn't it was, even like a kind of a, you know, Mexican wave kind of standing ovation where people were like, oh, we better fucking get up. Yeah, like, yeah. It was, everyone just. Boom, it was primal. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But time. I think because it had always been. I, like <laughs> I think because. <laughs> I think because it had always been um, just kind of a, almost like we were nearly embarrassed about, you know, this type of dancing, thinking that it was somehow inferior to, you know, other forms of dancing. Yeah. And then to see it presented in that way was so exciting. Like, it really did kind of awaken the national consciousness in a way that you're like, I can't believe we've won the Eurovision again. Mm. And also, look at us, like, this is fucking deadly. It was just great for the national psyche. Yeah. You know, and like, not even to overestimate it, but I think it really was because you realised, wow, like, this is really special and it's something... Um, that is inherently Irish and that we've maybe dismissed for a long time of course did take two Americans to convince us of our own worth but that's a whole other story of course at that stage we'd won it three times and we needed a bit of a rest didn't we everyone was a bit wrecked Uh, so 1995 Fred do you remember who won in 95 oh was it this I no, but thank you. What year did she win? That's what's her name, Katrina. It was Norway. It was the instrumental that year. And do you remember the thing was that it was there was only thirty five words in the song. Aww. But of course, hilariously, we still we still claimed it because the primary musician was Irish. The, the one main on the violin, was she the was one with Irish. the curly hair? Uh, I have I to be honest, curly I didn't watch it back, but I'm sure had. curly hair sounds about right. <laughs> Irish girl playing, playing the violin, yeah. Say embracing the natural look, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I remember she's a stunner. Yeah. Sorry, twenty four words. So it was essentially an instrumental, which in itself was unusual to win, and very much inspired by Celtic folk music. So nineteen ninety six, we were back in the fold. We won it again. 96. 96. You've got it. He's great because he's doing all this on the hop. I know. Such a talent. Guys, how much love do we have for that one? Be honest now. It's not really a crazy. Not a lot of love. Not a lot of love. Well, we couldn't really sing along too easy. That was the problem. I need if I if I can't sing along. Do you know you're in? She seems sound like she seemed grand. She seemed sound. Yeah, she was. She's a music teacher now. Did you? Did you? Did you know her or something, Fred? Okay. Do we? Can you give us an inside scoop? I think I'd heard that. Oh, I remember yeah. she was in College of Minute, yeah. yeah. So again, similar to Neve Kafna, can you believe someone in the <laughs> bank has a talent? Mm. We were like, I can't That's believe she's in college. That's incredible. And she's singing. How does she find the time? I bet she's still doing the, the music now, is she? She's she pops well, up every so often on things, I think she? the lady next door here, our lovely neighbour, Patricia, mm. uh... I think she does. She know her. I think somebody. Yeah. Had, yeah. Is she still lecturing in Maynooth or something? I think she might be still connected. So you've no gossipers anyone, Emer Quinn. Did any of your mates shift her? You're no crack. Yeah, Come on, yeah. Fred. Bring it. So hang on now. Was okay. Okay. I think she's. I think she has a kid or something. Okay, I well, I mean, that sounds about right. VIP. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That sounds about right. 19, oh, sorry, before we get to 1997. So, of course, goes it saying, we won it. And that was the year, of course, Mrs. Doyle made her great joke. Sure, it's like Ireland not winning the Eurovision and everyone had a good laugh, you know, because at that stage, it was just, we just had to uh, yeah, turn yeah. up and we they were handed to us left, right and centre. What was nice, actually, before... Oh, sorry. No, we ninety six. We won with the Emer Quinn, but that year, uh, so obviously it goes like saying we won it, like clearly. Um, but Gina G, 
Oh, oh so I was in that chair. And let's face it, Great that song. was a bit of crack. That was a good ooh, song. Uh, just a little bit. Ooh, uh, a little, little bit more. Ooh, and can we can we share, of course, our connection? Who's our lovely comedian friend who was going out with Gina G? Damien Clark. Classic. Damien Clark, what who was I our do? previous comedian visitor to the gap. And Damien, if you're listening, we do still have your son's jacket. Your three year old son. Hilariously, hilariously, this tiny jacket, Fred thought it was my jacket. <laughs> oh, I was really? like, I'm losing a bit of weight, but even that's a bit optimistic. Fred was like, I've got your jacket here. I was like, I know here. But um, yes, yeah, so I'll Gina take it home, put on Tommy. Ooh, uh, now, that was particularly cruel, I felt, that year, because really what Europe was saying was Ireland's song is shit, but yeah. we still like them more. We have to, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, you've given us a great song here, but you're still the UK, so I'm afraid it's a no. Well, no, but Gina G's song was great, but still Europe weren't going to give it to them. Like, it just wasn't happening. Mm. Because, of course, that was the fun part. It was the whole, like, and it was the whole thing of, like, every year, you know, to make up for the 800 years of banter, uh, you know, the UK would give us the douzepin, and we'd be like zero to the UK we were just like no I love it's just like a woman in an argument like we were not we were not forgetting anytime soon so that was I think that that's what's happened recently with with Europe because all the former Eastern Bloc countries are really supportive of one another so that's just something we don't understand um on our little island so like they would all be giving like their nearest neighbours the two spa the 11 points etc you know the 10 point whatever it's called <laughs> the 10 point. Uh, but I think du that point. that's what's happened now is that, that it's just a lot of support yeah. and of course what was nice about the Eurovision in the 90s was that it was just so it was apolitical but when it came to the voting it was just so political Oh yeah, but all those old hostilities. It still is obviously just their, in a different way. Yeah, so all yeah. those old hostilities bore their ugly head when it came to the televoting. So ninety-seven, then Fred, you've already sang it for us, Katrina and the Waves. Let love shine a lot. Let your love light. What? I, what are the lyrics for that again? Love, I'm going to find them here. Every corner of the world. Let your love shine. Can I be honest? I hated that song. Did you? With a passion. I thought it was a joke when the UK won. Look, you couldn't begrudge them at that stage because the UK, which is very funny, they have come second 15 times. So look, they had earned it at that stage, didn't they? Oh yeah, didn't they have... Was um, Puppet on a String, did that come second? Puppet on a... Uh, 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 oh, did uh. that win it? That was a great song. I actually loved Next to Friends Dancing. I wonder if you say one, one da, 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 you can. If you say you love me, gladly, I'm madly. Like a puppet on a string. I have to say, Next to Friends Amazing Dancing, that was my favourite dance on Dancing with the Stars, Cleona, when she did that puppet on the string. It was great, wasn't it? Was it? Phil Coulter wrote Puppet on the String. Really? Oh, thank you for mentioning congratulations because I know it's not to do with the 90s but I just found this interesting. So in 1968, Cliff Richard was in the Eurovision with because uh, we were listening to it again, but I'd actually previously read it earlier on today as well. Uh, 1968, Cliff was in with Congratulations. Congratulations. And that same year, General Franco, the dictator, mm. was ruling Spain. Mm. So he actually bribed, he bought all these programs from European countries um, and bribed these European countries to vote for Spain. They had this awful song called La 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 was the was the chorus. Mm-hmm. They originally had this guy from Cat uh he's from Catalan. Uh no, he spoke Catalan and he's from Caledonia. Yeah. What no, what is what is the place in Spain? Catalan. But that's the language, isn't it? Is it called Caledonia? What is the area in space? It's a cat. Anyway, so he spoke Catalan, but he uh, Franco didn't want him in it because uh, 
he wanted the person like he wanted somebody singing Spanish. Mm-hmm. Um, so the Catalonia region, yes, the Catalonia is from Catalonia, and uh, so he wanted somebody speaking Spanish. So he got this girl and singing la 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 la, bribed all these other countries, and then Spain won by one point. So Cliff Richard was fuming. Oh. Um, so basically, he was robbed. Poor old Cliff. Poor old Cliff. Nineteen eighty-eight. Want to take a guess what country? 1998, sorry. Oh, 1998. Dana International. Yeah. Israel. Yeah. Oh, you have a book? So she, yeah. She had that song, yeah. So uh, it was fairly popular. Of course, quite controversial at the time because obviously... Aphrodisiac! Uh, yeah, so she, so she was... Uh, yes, it was controversial, obviously. Uh, because she was... Uh, <laughs> she was obviously transgender yes. and at the time it was seen as kind of you know quite a big deal uh, and I'm just looking now I did get yeah there was obviously like and the poor thing like there was a lot of transphobia etc a lot of protest in her own in her own native Israel as well because um, uh, you know people uh, like certain uh, certain cohorts of the community were really against like having a transgender uh, yeah. a contestant represent them but she did great and great uh, me and me and Shane now that I'm watching the Eurovision I said we'd have to come up with a Eurovision song but it would have to be a song where you you have to have really obvious English words yes now, so pizza yeah, Pasta. yeah. There's nothing nuanced. <laughs> yeah, even though they're both Italian. Yeah, aren't but they? no, like sorry, yeah, that's no, just the start. I know what you mean. Yeah, that's very true. Yeah, television. Yeah, that yeah, kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. Um, and of course, yeah, so there was a lot of orthodox <laughs> rabbis kind of came out speaking against her and she was so lovely after she won it because she just basically forgave them straight away. Like just always came across as a really lovely person in interviews and stuff. Mm. So she won it, it went to Israel and then in 1999 we had Sweden winning with a song called Take Me to Your Heaven. I mean, whatever. Does not ring any bells. I think at the start of the end... For Ireland, I'm sorry to say it's not personal, but it was Donna and Joseph. Well, now, yes, we mentioned. Were you saying, Fred, that one of them fell or something? Did they? There was, yeah, one of the backing dancers. I think there was something like that. But that was the start of the end. When the Eurostar started, that was well, the end. Well, yeah, of course, like Ireland needed to have a bit of a chat with themselves about how yes, they were picking these uh, contestants. Well, of course, now, didn't you? Wasn't that the one you went for the audition for? I think so. She auditioned for Eurostar. No, no. Did you, Fred? Oh, yeah. Was it an old talent thing? It wasn't just singing. It was the second year, yeah. So what year did you do it, do you reckon? You could have been standing beside each other in the queue. I'll tell you who was in the queue. It was behind me was Johnny Ward from Dancers. No. Yeah. No. I am really perplexed. lyrics are like so crap. Like, but I tell you, you wouldn't need a television in this house because every now and again, Frank comes out with this pseudo German uh, pop band. So what year? Like, what year now? Do you reckon? Two thousand. Two thousand and seven. Oh, 2007. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe 2000. Yeah, 2000. 2000 See, this is what, what. 2005, maybe. 2005. See, what the fuck did I audition for? Because I was still in school. So I reckon I auditioned for something in 2002. No, it wasn't Pop Stars. It must have been. What was, was the it? Show? What was, I'm going to find the name now. The, the show the that. Star, the second, the first year of the star was Chris Dorn who won it. Was it? And he went off. Oh, yeah. God, I thought I would have known that it was pop stars. And you were saying Rick O'Shea or someone gave you that. And that's why we slashed his tires. <laughs> no, what no, like, I know. Well, I'm just trying that. to figure out. Like, I left school in 2003. So it must have been like in fifth year. It must have been 2002 or something. Okay. Do you know, like, I was a teenager. Like, I was young. And we were in school, like a few of us went on for a day. 
And then tell me. And so Johnny Ward, Ward, yeah. Was he? He's got an incredible memory because this is like 15 years later and he sang it back to me, the song that I wrote. Nelson song. Yeah, he sang it word for word because he was in his his sister, he played guitar. guitar. And then in front of me in the queue was a girl band called Jade who actually got to the final of the competition. Oh, yeah. Should have been like, so we were in good company, even though we didn't get. And what did they say? So, who was in your band? There's a friend called Mark Ryberg, just the two of us. Okay. Called Eurobeat. That's the name of us. Oh, um, you were thinking long game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We should have mm. kept going, you know what I mean? Because like, we were kind of. Oh, yeah. But that's mainly let's bring the band back. Yeah, yeah. We had a, a big little meeting there two days ago, so. Did she? Yeah, I know, we just made up for her. <laughs> Um, oh, that'd be funny, mate. That's gas. I can't believe Johnny remembered the lyrics. That's yeah, impressive. Back to me, yeah. So yeah, look. I mean, I suppose with the whole thing, the thing for us was it was a great opportunity. I think in the nineties, Ireland, tiny little island that we were. Mm. It was wonderful for us to kind of get one over on the nearest neighbour. Like, there was a bit of that. We loved wheeling out the hits. We loved winning it. Mill Street, when we held it, remember, there was a lot of, well, I wouldn't even say controversy, but there was a lot of kind of mocking um, from other European countries um, when they heard it was being held in Mill Street because, obviously, like, we're talking, like, you know, the southwest rural Ireland. So there was a lot of jokes that it was being held in a cow shed, etc. So it was great even, like, in that way to kind of present ourselves as well able to stage a global event and all that. So I think certainly since, like, you know, obviously the contestants, we obviously doubled up on the amount of countries entering. We know this whole semi-final business. The five, you know, the big five are guaranteed to get into the final, which really pisses me off. Spain, UK, Germany, France... And what's the other one? Uh, Spain. Italy. Spain, UK, Italy. So they mm. get in and then everyone else has to battle it out. And it's all a bit. And there's just too much support now with all the neighbouring countries. It's just really. Australia. It's, Australia. Australia. I, yeah, Australia. I don't really understand. Interesting. They've been broadcasting it since 1983. They've a, they're massive into the Eurovision in Australia. It gets huge numbers. Okay. Um, and they got in in 2013 to celebrate. No, was it 2013, 2016 to celebrate 60 years? Uh, I think it was. Oh, yeah. So Australia has been in it thir- three times. And they were brought in to celebrate the 60 years. I mean, it is mad. Like, that is just completely taking the proverbial when you've got Australia and the fucking Eurovision. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's just all bullshit. Anything interesting there? Um, couple of things. But does anyone want to take a guess? Starts with the C. What country in Europe has never won the Eurovision? Crete. Cyprus. Cyprus never won the Eurovision. Uh, 2009, Georgia were banned because they had a kind of a political song, and the Eurovision were like, You need to change the lyrics because ah, this is not a political okay. competition. So they were banned. Uh, Ukrainian singer uh, was uh, Ruslavia in 2004. She actually won a seat in Parliament afterwards, so it gave her a little boost. UK, this is gas. When ABBA won, yeah. the UK gave ABBA zero. Isn't that funny? Mm. With Waterloo, didn't give any marks. Um, and then, of course, like we've had some big names: Celine Dion, Julio Iglesias. We've had Abba, of course. Did Tom um, Jones ever do it? Don't think so. Maybe he did. Now I don't know. She where? Oh yeah, no for way. France, wasn't it? Yeah. Why did she perform in the Point in Dublin? Hmm. Oh yes, yes, yes. Okay, and yeah, that was a great. I loved that song actually. <laughs> Sorry, Emma, but get them off. <laughs> Isn't he gorgeous? Honestly, um, and then Brian, poor old Brian Kennedy, in two thousand and six, he only came tenth. Like we sing? were really losing the plot then. We yeah, we came tenth. I don't know. I can't remember Put what the Brian sang. I know it wasn't that song. I like. I, I you I know think. what I loved. Love, love is love is love in Northern Ireland. Something like that, kind of song with that. Do you know what I love? Hey. <laughs> you know what I Just let go again. <laughs> I I loved. You know what that song? Uh, that song with the message. 
the message in the bottle, whatever the fuck it was called. I love the way it was like. Put the in the box. Put the I box just the loved the way it was. A, it was a how to. Mm. Put the message in the box. Step one. Step two, put the box into your car. Drive the car around the world. If you get hurt. 22. 22. Um, anyway, 2016, Romania got expelled because they hadn't paid their debt to the European Broadcasting ooh, Association. Ooh, ooh, gotta pay your debt, baby. Um, so, I mean, interesting fact-wise, that's kind of about it, really. Okay. Um, and, yeah, so a bit of controversy this year with Israel um, playing, but sure, look, we'll see how all that pans okay. out. And best to look to Sarah, it's a great song. We're mad into the song, okay. and that's all that matters. <laughs> I feel like Gabe went, okay, okay. And what that's when it's 2011, of course, George jo- Edwards were in. But oh, can I just finish up with this? What I think is a remotely interesting fact. Um, it tw- in 1978, Jordan hilariously, this is funny. So, Israel during the Israel song, yeah. they just played like they just put up pictures of flowers while oh, Israel yeah. were on, and then they pretended that Belgium won. So, that's what they told everyone. That Belgium had won. Isn't no. that funny? I mean, that's 78. Like, that's not that Sorry, long at ago. At first, when you said Jordan there, I thought you were talking about Katie Price. Get up. I say. I'm going to Paris. she try to get in it one year? Oh, she did. Bless her. And what was the song? What did she do with Peter Andre? No, she was on her own. It was a bit of a she, I remember she, where she, she used to sing A Whole New World with Peter Andre. That wasn't a bad song. I don't think the song she put in for Eurovision was bad. I'm going to no, look it up now. people weren't. How do you feel about Jordan, Fred? We I never really talk about this. Jordan, the sing- would you have an opinion? Not really, no. <laughs> He's, isn't he too nice for podcasting? No, but I can understand, like, you if know, I said to yeah. Shane, what do you think of Jordan? He'd be like, I don't know. Yeah. Like, what? Why are you asking me this for? But I, I just think, I think it's women to take more interest in your no, life. No, but That's I think it's I women think that have... This fascination with Jordan. Yeah, yeah, like a kind of a polar opinion on her, like do you one have, or the other. Do you have a bit of internet there? This is what yeah. happens when you're in the country. Jordan's song, Eurovision. We might go out on a bit of Jordan. Um, so look, the system has changed. Do you know what was a fun one, actually? Sonia. Do you remember Sonia in 1993? Oh. Better the devil, you know. That was a good little one. <gasps> like the Kylie one. No, that's the thing. That's what I always thought. Very similar, yeah. Very similar. Say you won't leave me. Is that? No but is more. that not the tune of it, Fred? Better the devil, you know. Okay. Anyway, we'll just finish up on. Do you have a bit of internet, Fred? Okay, we'll just go out a bit of a bit of Jordan. Let's. Just, why don't we just play out with what's your favorite song from the Eurovision? Um, why don't we just finish with a nail sing song? We're gonna t- so we're gonna go out. Uh, we've we've decided we've put it to the vote, and we've given Deuce part to Waterloo. Nah, nah. So we're gonna go out in a bit of Waterloo. I've oh sorry, yeah, I'm just confusing things. I just have the lyrics. Out. I just have the lyrics open now. Sorry, I'm confusing things. Sorry. Okay, we take it from the top. Sorry. I want a Lou Napoleon did surrender. Oh, yeah. And I've met my destiny in quite a similar way. The history book on the shelf is all. I don't remember that bit. Do you, Emma? No. Waterloo. Defeated, you won the war. Waterloo, promise to love you forevermore. Waterloo, couldn't escape if I wanted to. Waterloo, knowing my fate is to be with you. Whoa, 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 oh, How can we not go out in a way, way, way? I actually. Just a quick reminder, I'm sure people have seen it, but it, of course, the wonderful, um, wonderful interpretation of that in Muriel's Wedding. 
with Tony Collette. Oh, yeah. Great, great, great tune. Muriel's Wedding. I like that movie. Oh, yeah. such a classic. You're terrible, Muriel. Uh, we have to give a massive thank you to our guitar save and our keyboard save. And just all around, good guy. Big fan of his work. What a man, what Proud a man, what a man, You're the best. Thank you so much for getting involved. What a man, what a man, what a man, what a man. Thank you, Emma Doran, for your musical skills. Thank you. Thank you. Is anyone gonna thank me or? <laughs> thanks, Julie ah, J. Thanks, Julie J. So thanks, Julie. I've been Julie J. I've been Emma Dorn. Thank you for listening, Mister. Thank you. God bless. This podcast is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.